Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Most important thing, we make decisions about winning, about putting the best team on the ice. I think it's it goes beyond communication. It goes to a relationship. Just drilled him with a right hand and missed with a wild right. Lands a right to the shoulder. You know, it's up to us to uh, get the fans excited. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platform. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. situations tonight they play the retooled anaheim ducks the edmonton oilers a little bit retooled as well this is oilers now it's brought to you by our title sponsor digitex buy or lease your next office network printer from the digitex.ca e-commerce store alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office it and supplies coming up We'll uh, preview tonight's encounter. We will tell you right out of the gate. The Oilers got some bad news last night. More on this coming up a little bit later on during the course of the day. Kyler Yamamoto out with an ankle injury. Uh, could be two to three weeks. Uh, basically got cleaved on the play against the LA Kings. No penalty call. Pretty obvious penalty to me. Uh, gutted through the rest of the performance. Yamamoto 21 points in 21 games since his recall. A stretch that has seen the Edmonton Oilers go 13-5-3. and Playing mostly on a line with Leon Dreisaitl and Ryan Nugent Hopkins. The new guys are in town and they hit the ice in 23 minutes. Including Andreas Athanasio, a 30-goal scorer last year, but dash 45 this year. 
Tyler Innes, who uh, has got 14 goals and 33 points this year playing in Ottawa, and Mike Green. They all arrived into Anaheim, California last night. Do not rule out the possibility. I know a lot of people think, well, Innes will just pop into the spot that is currently... Uh, held by Connor Yamamoto. Uh, by the way, with Yamamoto's uh, injury, the orders recalled Marcus Granlin. Do not rule out the possibility that Dave Tippett plays Andreas Athanasiu and Tyler Ennis on the wings with Connor McDavid and then moves Josh Archibald up with Leon Dreisettle and Ryan Nugent Hopkins. But that is uh, for a decision at another point at another time. Time will tell in that regard. On today's show, a complete preview of tonight's game. We'll get to NHL today. We're going to replay a couple clips yesterday from Oilers General Manager Ken Holland. We have our own one-on-one the day after the trade deadline with Ken Holland. We're going to run that at 1.05 today on Oilers Now. And there's a couple pretty interesting comments in there. It is a Tuesday. That means Sportsnet spec. Mark Spector for the horses and horse racing Alberta, the 7,000 men and women employed in Alberta's horse racing industry. Brendan Escott, big part of the show, uh, will be jumping in a couple times as well. And speaking of jumping in, we are going to give you the opportunity. Uh, we don't do this a lot, especially when I'm on the road, uh, but we're going to take some calls at uh, about 135 today and a whole bunch of texts as well. So here's how you get all of us. You can reach us on a River Cree Resort Casino hotline 780-496-0063. River Cree Resort Casino. Enjoy the new smoke-friendly expansion. Embers at the River Cree Resort and Casino. Excitement. Bet on it. And you can text us on our Ashley Fine Floors text line 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors ready for your pregame warm-up. I mentioned uh, Brendan's a big part of the show. Brendan's available at Brendan Escott. Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. The show Twitter account, I think we're around 35,000, for that, at Oilers now. And you can reach me at Bob underscore Stoffer. Again, Mark Spector today at 1235. Sportsnet spec for the horses and the 7,000 men and women employed in Alberta's horse racing industry. All right, all right, all right. Uh, Brendan, uh, let's get, here's what we're going to do. We're going to run a clip from Ken Holland's presser yesterday because he really, it, it was an interesting sequence. Jim Matheson kind of asked him a question and I was going to jump in and then Ken stopped himself and he, he kind of brought a little bit of fire and I liked it. So for our friends at Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray and online at directworkwear.com here is Oilers general manager Ken Holland saying, you know, he wanted to pitch in and help his team win. I think at the end of the day, my message today is we're trying to win. I've come to Edmonton. I've come to Edmonton, and we've got a great nucleus, um, and they've played hard. They've played hard to put ourselves in this position where we compete for a playoff spot, and... You know, the last three years I was a seller in Detroit and we made the playoffs for 25 years before. It's fun to be in the playoffs and it's fun to, for the fans, for the players, to have an opportunity to go against the team head-to-head for two weeks and then if you're able to win that, to move on to the next round and be in the final eight and be in the final four. And I get back to, again, it's a fifth-round pick and it's a fourth-round pick. Certainly we paid a price for Athens CU and no risk, no gain. 
no risk, no gain. I can sit around and do nothing, and I can puddle around, and at the end of the day, the, the coaching staff have worked incredibly hard, incredibly hard, on a day-to-day -day basis, starting at day one of training camp or going back to the summertime, and I think that our players have worked extremely hard, bought into everything the coaching staff has asked of them, and I'm, I, I like that our team comes to work every day, they compete. Um, we're playing good defense. We're finding different ways to win. We have different people stepping up. We lost Connor for a period of time. We went to six games. We go three, two, and one. So I think I felt like I had an obligation to try to pitch in and, and help out. And we're trying to build a program. And if you can make the playoffs, and certainly we're in a real race. We're in a real race. This, there's no guarantee we're going to be in the playoffs. So that's why in the Athens CU, if you don't make the playoffs, we still have Athens CU. Uh, it wasn't done just, just for this year. And I just think that it was, it, was, it was my time to try to pitch in to a group of people that have worked extremely hard to put ourselves in a position. There you go. He said it. So I'm going to ask you point blank, and Brendan, I'm going to get your thoughts on this. Did Ken Holland kind of under-promise here and over-deliver? And I guess time will tell if the Oilers over-delivered, right? We got to see how Athanasio plays. We got to see what Tyler in his place, uh, Mike Green, what sort of impact he has on the hockey club. But that's the question I have for you, 780-496-0063. Ken Holland said... Roughly six weeks ago, the player's performance will dictate the course of action that I took or take. They went 13-5-3 over the last 21 games. A stretch, by the way, that coincided with the recall of Kata Yamamoto and the red-hot play of, of Leon Dreisaitl. And all Leon Dreisaitl's done right now is lead the NHL in points, lead the NHL in power play points, lead the NHL in assists, and lead the NHL in shooting percentage over the last two seasons. So he's been pretty good. But... Did Ken Holland, put it this way, I put a tweet out, I don't know what it was, Saturday, maybe early Sunday, saying I, I could see the Oilers adding one forward, right? Well, they added two forwards, they added a defenseman. The defenseman, and I know he's a minus player in Detroit, and there's some people that are concerned about that. Others understand when you play on bad teams and you're one of the more reliable players on a bad team, you're going to get scorched that way. It comes kind of with the territory. But Mike Green's a defenseman capable of playing anywhere from 16 to 20 minutes a game. And I think the Oilers felt they needed that on the right side. And then you look at the two forwards that they added. And at the end of the day, what do they give up? They gave up two number twos. The other picks they can get back. They can, and even with the two number twos, we'll see what sort of return they get for Poliarvi. I would think they could at least get one of the number twos for Yessa Poliarvi before anybody freaks out, says, what do you mean you can't get two number twos? Andreas Athanasiu scored 30 goals a year ago in the NHL. I mean, Yes, the Pugliarvi's had one double-digit goal season in the NHL. So there's no guarantee the Oilers will be able to get two number twos, but they could get something. Maybe it's a second and a fourth. I'm not sure what it is. So, Brendan, I'm going to pose the question to you. And then I want the listeners to, to chime in and text us on our Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. You heard the fire there from Ken Holland. You heard that he felt he needed to pitch in, that it's what he could do for his team that continued to play pretty well, even when Connor McDavid was out for six games. 
Did he exceed what you expected him to do? Yeah, he, he went down the, the wish list, Bob. He crossed it off, and then at the end of that, he stuffed the stocking on the way out as well. I really like what he did. I thought for sure Tyler Ennis was going to end up an oiler. That move made sense, both financially and filling a need for the Oilers. But to go out there and to do what I think a lot of fans had speculated could be the case, but we've seen so many different regimes in the Oilers' front office over the past 10 to 15 years not necessarily either be in a position to pull the trigger like we just saw Ken Holland do or be you know willing to so we get this perfect combination of a performing team a manager who's willing to actually execute a move like that and, and inherit some of the risk of giving up two second round draft picks and and you've got a team out there who gets rewarded by the fact that the market fit what the Oilers needed as well so on paper Bob I think he really smashed this out of the park and I agree with you you will have to see uh, as the season ticks on and even into next year whether they were true winners of this deadline but uh, right across the board I think he's done a great job here well and you know it's interesting right I, I recall when we landed in Philadelphia the Edmonton Oilers picked up Patrick Maroon and uh, I believe Martin Gurnett was part of that deal with a, a draft pick a mid-range draft pick with Anaheim nobody thought Martin or uh, Patrick Maroon would score 27 goals and all I could remember I remember and there are people listening to the show that can remember this it was at either the 2014 or 2015 Oilers sponsors draft. And it went like five rounds in. And I said, I'm telling you right now, there's a guy on a good top line that's still available. And everybody was kind of freaking out, trying to figure out who it was. Well, it was Patrick Maroon because he was playing with Getzloff and Perry. Okay, But he'd fallen out of favor in uh, Anaheim. And the Oilers brought Maroon in. And he scored 27 goals, and I think he scored 18 and uh, like 20. So finished the year in Edmonton, looked okay. Then he scored 27 goals the next year. Then he scored, I don't know what it was, maybe 18 goals before Edmonton traded him. And you know, we saw Alex Chason come in on a PTO, and he scored 22 goals last year. Well, that's part and parcel with getting the opportunity to spend time with Connor McDavid. So Athanasio is a different guy to me because of the speed. Um, to me, he is a bit of an enigma. So I can't 100% tell you, well, he's going to be a 25-goal scorer at Edmonton. But if you're playing on a line with Connor McDavid and you've got some skill and ability of your own, and he's a completely different player than Maroon. Like, Maroon has a sweet set of hands for a big man, but he can't skate. And that was the challenge for the long-term extension. Now, Patrick has been successful. Won a Stanley Cup last year in St. Louis, signed a dirt-cheap deal this year in Tampa. He might get himself another cup, but he's playing on their fourth line. Athanasiu, we'll see. He is an enigma as a player, so no guarantees. They gave up the two number twos to get him. As for Mike Green, uh, for me, part of this is, like, I like Matt Benning, but there's been health issues there with Matt Benning. Like, he, he's two concussions. I don't even know what the D pairings are. I mean, maybe they go two right-shot guys together in the third pairing. Maybe Benning plays with Green and Laguson comes out. I, I don't know. Uh, might not be lefty-righty in all three pairings today. We'll have to wait and see in that regard. Tyler Ennis, uh, to me, he's going to be like Inspector Ga- or not a, uh, He's going to be, you know, a pliable Gumby player. He's going to move around a bit. Uh, and again... They're going to hit the ice here, Brennan, in about 11 minutes' time. Not out of the realm. I know a lot of people think, well, Ennis should just go where Yamamoto goes and uh, 
and then Athanasio goes where Sam Gagne goes. Yeah, let's see. Maybe, I mean, maybe if you want to spark Innes or Athanasio, you bring him in at Edmonton and say, here, you're going to play with the best player in the world. Tom will tell. The rough part of yesterday, obviously, was Sam Gagne. Uh, we've got an extended conversation the day after with Ken Holland. I do want to get back into our Oilers Now audio vault. Uh, it is brought to you again by Direct Workwear. The need for speed. Here's Ken Holland. I think you want to have a fast team. You know, I think we've got some players on the team that can play fast. Uh, you know, I use the word dimensions. You know, you need lots of dimensions. You need size. You need some big guys. You need some defensive forwards. You need some offensive player forwards. You need some some playmakers. And certainly Ennis and Athanasiu Green, they're all guys that can skate. Uh, I like a team that can skate. I like a team that can compete. So, uh, but uh, not everybody has to skate fast. Mike Green's experience, according to Ken Hall, is going to help the team as well. You know, my experience is through the years that down the stretch into the playoffs, uh, you know, experience is 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 uh, very very important. Um, you know, Mike had a wonderful career in in uh, in Washington. Uh, been a bit of a tough go in Detroit. You know, we went into rebuild mode there a few years ago. So uh, I talked to him early tonight. I know he's really excited about getting back into a playoff race and uh, uh, playing with the guys that we've got on the team. So uh, hopefully he can give us a little uh, little shot in the arm. And for the record, Tyler Ennis, uh, you know, is like Mike Green's the UFA. Those guys got something to play for. They got contracts to play for moving forward. Here's Mike Green on joining the Edmonton Oilers. I'm extremely grateful for the opportunity, um, especially, you know, coming to the Oilers with a great hockey team, a great club. They're playing great right now. And um, obviously excited about uh, the long the long run that they're on. So, um, yeah, I mean, it happened pretty quick yesterday. I got called in before warm-ups. Uh, we were playing Calgary, and Steve uh, had asked me, um, this is presenting itself, and... Uh, I'll be honest with you, it was a no-brainer for me. So it was an easy decision. There you go. That's Mike Green. All right. The Oilers hitting the ice here in roughly eight minutes. Uh, not 100% sure what the lines are going to look like. Again, Yamamoto on IR. Granlin recalled from Bakersfield. Interesting. Benson goes down. Granlin, a more experienced player. But, of course, the Oilers have added Athens to you. And Ennis and Lemix. Uh, Green's going to play. All three new guys are going to play. They all got in yesterday. The Oilers, 18-12-2 on the road. They're 13-5-3 and in their last 21 games. They've got the best road penalty killing in the NHL at 89. 9.1%. Edmonton's number one in the league on the power play at 29%. They're second in the league overall in PK at 84.7. Dreisaitl has 13 goals, 37 points in his last 21 games, 15 points in his last eight, um, 35 points in 28 career games against Anaheim in the regular season of playoffs. McDavid, by the way, played under 20 minutes against LA, had a goal and two assists. He's got seven goals, 21 points, 16 career games against the Anaheim Ducks. The Oilers currently second in the Pacific, three points behind Vegas with two games in hand. They're a point ahead Vancouver. Vancouver's got a game in hand on Edmonton. Dreisaitl is currently 10 points up in the scoring race and he's got a game in hand on David Pashtak. McDavid's tied for third 
184 points with Nathan McKinnon and Drysaddle and McDavid are 1-2 in the league on the uh, power play. Goaltender, I don't have for you yet. We'll have probably in about six minutes' time. Uh, Anaheim made a bunch of trades. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. We'll take a two-minute timeout, come back with NHL Today for Elite Promotional Marketing. Bob Stoffer joining you from Anaheim, California. Hi, this is Mike Smith from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. Mike Smith is 10-1-2 with a 2.51 goals against average and a 9.22 save percentage in his last 13 starts. To NHL today for elite promotional marketing, building tailored branded programs where your order is done on time every time. Elite promotional marketing, a ton of games in the NHL. Here's Brendan Escott. You betcha, Bob. 13 in total. Calgary is in Boston. Montreal hosts Vancouver. Toronto gets Tampa down in the Sunshine States. Winnipeg visits Washington while Ottawa has a day with Nashville. Uh, lost in the fracas of deadline day yesterday, possibly the Inks, uh, the Inks, the Leafs, inking Jake Muzzin to a four-year contract extension worth $5.625 million per season. The 30-year-old Stanley Cup champion back in 2014. That was about the only thing the Leafs did of significance yesterday, by the way. Uh, the Islanders doing the same. Contract extension, Jean-Gabriel Pajot after picking him up from Ottawa. The deadline, six years, $5 million per season for him. Scotty Upshaw announcing his retirement yesterday as well. He did have a look at Oilers camp last season. Couldn't quite stay healthy enough to earn a job, so the Fort McMurray product finishes 285.759 NHL games after being selected 6th overall by Nashville back in 2002. Bakersfield Condors off now until Saturday when they play the Rain in Ontario, and it's Hockey Hooky Day at Rogers Place. The Oil Kings laying a beatdown on the Winnipeg Ice 7-1 at last look should mention too, Bob, that the uh, U of A Golden Bears coming off that loss, the playoff series loss to UBC, out of the top 10. Are you kidding? Yep. Well, they do it by computer. They don't do it by voters. Alberta was no lower than fourth the entire year. The two games they lost, they outshot UBC 94-36. to They have four Ontario schools in the top seven, including two that weren't ranked a week ago that are still in the playoffs. Ontario's conference has not won a game against the other two conferences in the last four years. That's why you have human voters, but they don't care. And you know what? Uh, you know, it's kind of like Ricky Gervais right now with those guys. They don't care. Why should we, right? Well, we just gave them their one minute. I feel bad for the Bears, but they still needed to get it done. You mentioned the Oil Kings game. It's 7-1. Dylan Gunther got a hat-trick and four points in the first period. He is a 16-year-old. He was the number one pick in the WHL Bantam Draft in 2018. Number one overall pick. Dylan Gunther, as a 16-year-old in the Western League, so he's not draft eligible until 2021, he has 25 goals and 56 points in 53 games and is plus 26, okay? And he spent the first half of the season playing on the Oil Kings' third or fourth line. It wasn't their first unit power play where he's been very good. He's got eight power play goals. This guy is a special player. Uh, he is going to be playing for Canada at the upcoming Holinka Gretzky tournament that Edmonton is hosting this summer. We are talking about a stone-cold mortal lock top 10 pick. He has an NHL caliber shot. Dylan Ganther. You get a chance to go see him when the Oil Kings play. He's a special player. We'll go off to a global news weather traffic update with Kevin Robertson. And when we come back, Mark Spector for Horse Racing Alberta. This 
is Oilers Now from Anaheim, California. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms. <laughs>